Welcome to another episode of the More Gold Investors Podcast. This is none other than your co-host, Lakeisha Nidera, and what's up, everybody? This is Aja Yasir. And we are so happy to have you joining us once again. And um, we are now we're even extra excited, super excited, because as you all know, we are near to our grand um, event that's going to be taking place August the 24th, The Hand That Rocks, The Cradle Rocks and Rules the World. And right now we are honored with one of our special guests who will be joining us and gracing the stage at this powerful Women in Business Entrepreneur Conference, and that is Ms. Ina Jones. Ina, are you with us? Yes, thank you all for having me. I'm greatly appreciative to be here, and I can't wait for the event. I'm excited. I'm excited also. And before we get into, you know, talking and chatting with Ina, I just wanted to just briefly just share just a little bit about who this powerhouse is. So Ina Jones is the first, one of the first black women-owned cafe and farmer's market franchise that will be owned by the community. Now, she's located out of Chicago, Illinois, and as the founder of Roots and Vine Produce and Cafe, Inc., a startup aiming to revolutionize the convenience store concept, connecting farmers to people and reconnecting people with real real food. Roots and Vine core mission is to target and eliminate food deserts in blighted neighborhoods, create jobs for the communities that we serve, as well as specialized franchise opportunities. Now, this mother of three is a caterer, a seasoned entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience and counting. She is also a self-published writer and owner of Everyday Butterfly Home Spa Collection, a self-care product line of 100% natural and organic ingredients. We are Happy to have Ina not only on the show, but as one of our special featured presenters for The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Rocks and Rules the World. Now, this is important, everyone who's listening, because, you know, our theme is she's bold enough, she's brave enough to break all barriers, and that is exactly what Ms. Ina Jones is doing. So, Ina, welcome, welcome to the Morgo Investors family, and we thank you so much for thank you. allowing us this opportunity to not only talk with you, but just be a part of this awesome platform. Thank you so, and likewise, definitely, I, I greatly appreciate being on you guys' platform, too. I know that you're doing some great things, and I think this, this the event that you're having, I couldn't um, let it be in Chicago in my backyard and not try to be a part of it. Because I know this is I know what you're doing is such a great thing and it's definitely needed and to bring people together and keep people motivated, you know, keep entrepreneurs motivated. You know, we, we need those as much as we can get them. That's you know, so you true. know, this is Aja. This is Aja. I'm an urban farmer. And in your tagline it says there's more fruit in a rich man's shampoo than 
on a poor man's plate. And that is a powerful, powerful statement. How did you get into what you're doing with Roots and Vines? You know what? Um, it's been a business plan of mine for the past more than five years. And I had a daycare for uh, 18 years. And it, daycare, you know, I was good at it. It just wasn't what I wanted to do. I've always been passionate about food. And me being a chef, uh, I, I am a, a, a chef and been a caterer for more than half of my life. Um, so food is like the, the one of the biggest um, uh, things in my life, and really good food. And I'm really, really picky about anybody that knows me knows how how particular I am about food, and especially quality food. It doesn't it, cheap food. It, it, it doesn't matter about cost. It matters about quality. And it, it, it was it. I noticed. You know, with me being a, a Whole Foods shopper before they were overtaken by Amazon and me going to places where I know I can get quality food, it really bothered me that I couldn't um, get food in my own community. Um, so one day, which I'm, a, I'm an avid reader, and I was reading a report from the Chicago World Business um, uh, Chicago World Business um, uh, uh, thing they put out, this big, um, this big thing that they put out. And it was like every community needs to be doing something, you know, to help us stay globally competitive. And, I'll, and, and so I'm like, what can we do in our community that we can be globally competitive? And uh, so I, I don't shop at corner stores, but it was, it was all, it, all these puzzle pieces you know, was just going off in my head. And with me shopping at Whole Foods and I'm not able to get all the things that I want and need from Whole Foods, which was truly frustrating. And I would mean like simple things, like different kinds of beans that I like, different kind of grains that I like, different kind of fruits and vegetables that I like. Um, I'm not, unless I trips in my car, drive five, ten, twelve miles in traffic, and then I'm tired because now, I, you know, I'm going to get some Popeyes on the way home because now I don't feel like cooking because I have to go through all that just to get to a store. When for something simple as me being able to send my child to the corner store should be accessible to me to get an onion, a bell pepper, a pineapple, you know, some coconut water or whatever, you know, coconut milk if I want to make some curry, anything, I should be able to do that. And so I'm like, well, I don't see it being done, so I can do it. I'll do it. And I closed my daycare to to do this venture, you know, um, and put a roots and vine in every community. You know, uh, it's my it's our definitely our goal to put. Um, and since they're there, we're revolutionizing the corner stores. You know, we're not going to be on the the main you on these big main streets. We're going to be within the community, within walking distance of the community, um, and offering all the things that we like. You know, alongside a cafe, a uh, uh, fresh produce and bulk dry goods, alongside a cafe. The cafe is important because so many people in our community don't take advantage of the. Um, the bonding and consumption experience, which is, which is, you know, just an American culture of its own. Um, and that's just, you know, going out for a cup of coffee. If we, if we got, if us three wanted to meet right now 
for a cup of coffee in Roseland, where would we go? We would have to go outside of our community. And this is a community of more than 30,000, 40,000 people, but we don't have a coffee shop. You know, we don't have something as simple as a coffee shop. So, uh, you know, just a place to sit down and, and connect. You know, everybody can't fit in Starbucks. Everybody, um, Dunkin' Donuts is not conducive to, you know, networking. You know, we can't, we can't have coffee at the library. You know, all of these different things that are conducive so I created the environment, you know, I am creating the environments in which we can enjoy these things within the comfort of our own community. That's, that's so powerful. And, you know, Ina, this is mostly, like you and I mostly talk about real estate investing because we are real estate investors in addition to being um, serial entrepreneurs. But a great part of being a real estate investor is wanting to invest in neighborhoods that are walkable. So how will Roots and Vine help property values and communities? Oh, most definitely. We, we, that, we do have a real estate aspect to the company, our business plan, outside of our business plan. So uh, we want to be an anchor business for um, for uh, residents in the community and other businesses to gravitate toward us to help us make our communities walkable, to help us make our communities be more resourceful, to help our community. And with, with the, when those resources come, when those businesses come, it will definitely bring up the property value. It will definitely bring, you know, bring people in the community who want to take care of the community and nurture the community. Yeah, so there, there's so much value in just having access to food, having access to real food, because wherever food goes, quality is not far from quality is not far from it. You know, so if you have garbage food, more than likely you have garbage communities. If you have quality food, nine times out of ten, you have quality um, people who, who who appreciate that quality, who have a standard of living amongst themselves, and they, you know, they'll gravitate towards that, you know. So if it's the, the good push out the bad kind of scenario, and it, it'll take time, but it'll definitely happen. You know, Anna, I'm listening, and I'm just, you don't even know. Aja, y'all don't even know how I'm excited, how excited I am just, sitting listening to you, Ina. Tell us about your plans and just tell us about the things that you're working towards and what you're doing because this is the type of thing, these are the type of things that help the world go round. When I think about the hand that rocks the cradle, okay, rocks and rules the world, the reason that the hand that's rocking the cradle, which is the woman, <laughs> the reason that it can rock and rule the world is because of the power that the woman possesses. She is the mother of the universe. Everything comes from her, including ideals. So when I listen to you starting off, like you said, as a daycare and understanding and recognizing the need in the community, you said a very key thing. And Aja and I, we talk a lot about this on our podcast. You pointed out that you saw the need and you decided that you were going to get up and satisfy the need. Like who are we waiting for? And I think right. oftentimes 
in other communities, you know, we see things all the time, you know, coming up, new buildings and, you know, little shops and things like that. And then sometimes, you know, we will see, um, we'll have conversations with people and say, oh, that'll be nice. But you said, let me take it to another level. That'll be nice, but, hell, why not me? What am I Yeah, I, I am a naturally fearless person. I, I don't see limitations I, for, for whatever reason. You know, uh, God before that problem on me is not there. But <laughs> I don't, I, I, it's hard for me to see limitations. I, I, I really don't. And it's like I, I, I'm going to try to do it. All I can do is not work. You know, and and if it don't work, then I, I'm educated to, you know, I'm educated at that point to figure out what didn't work and maybe give it another shot. You know, so that is it, it, just my dribble and shoot, hope for the best, you know, uh, type of thing. And yeah, I, I, I want, I, I live in a community. I should be able to get what I, what I want in my community without being fearful or feeling like I have to go somewhere else to get what I need, you know, and supply, give my money to another community um, that won't in turn give any of that money back, you know, and it's, you know, or give anything back. You know, they, people be in our community, in our neighborhoods, and they take, 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 they take our resources, take our money, and, you know, if we need a $5 donation for a block club party, you know, we get in the side, you know, and if it, we shouldn't, if we giving back to our community every day amongst ourselves, you know, then we don't have to be grateful for those, you know, um, those, those uh, petty handouts. You know, so I really want to be an anchor for our community every day, and it's definitely our goal to put one in every um, zip code, uh, put a Roots and Vine Producing Cafe in every zip code, <clears throat> starting right here in Chicago, and you know, and definitely moving nationwide. Show you right, like you say, like you say, who is this woman? Because she got me fired up. This is Ina Jones. This is Ina Jones. That's what's up. Thank you. You mentioned that you are fearless. Can you pinpoint something in your life that pushed you to become fearless? You know, it's just really, it's just truly naturally in me that I felt the same way that I've always felt my entire life. I'm not a big TV watcher, so I'm not easily influenced by other people's opinion. I'm not, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big reader, which helps me, you know, use my own imagination. Um, and I've always been a big reader. I've always been really, I have a really strong character about myself. Um, and it's, and I, I, I don't know why. I, it's just innately in me. Um, and I, I've, I, I'm a big affirmation person, big, you know, reader, and I've had this, um, I can have contributed to definitely me being a, a huge reader. And this poem called I Am Me and I Am Okay was on my bedroom wall, and I bought it from, I bought it, it was the first thing I bought for myself, and I think I was like 11 or 12 years old, from, uh, it, it was a place called, um, uh, uh, what is it called? Love yourself or do for yourself or something, something to that nature. And it was in Jewtown, and it was um, 
uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I cannot think of it. But it was a poster, and it was called I Am Me and I Am Okay. And I would read that poster every day. It was on my bedroom wall, and I guess it was my um, – it was the digital the, – the, the, the footprint to my life, you know, uh, and uh, affirmation in the vision board before I even recognized what vision boards were. And I, I, it was just a habit for me to read it, and it just became a part of me. And, you know, so I – I lived my life according, definitely according to those words. I'm me and I'm okay. My thoughts are okay. What I feel about myself is okay. What I look like is okay. What I think is okay. If I want to try to do something, I, it's okay for me to try. And um, I really haven't had any mentors, you know, or anybody to um, to uh, guide me in anything that I've tried to do. I've just been resourceful and um, definitely fearless and never afraid to ask questions, never afraid to be the only woman in the room, never afraid to be the only black thing in the room, never afraid to be the youngest thing in the room or the oldest. It was just if I feel it's it's valuable to um, who I am and what I want to do and what I can offer you know other people and what I can share with other people doesn't always have to benefit me. I'm a go, and I'm a I'm a be a part of it. And if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it it just it just does not. You know, um, don't know why <laughs> still, but it is just who I am. <laughs> wow, you know. As I listen to you, I'm like, oh, my God, you, we, all three of us that's on this line, we share a lot in common because I believe that, first of all, there is no such thing as a coincidence. There's a definitely a divine purpose and reason that Ana is a part of this platform because, you know, when you are working towards specific goals, then the universe opens itself up, and it brings forth those people who are either working on similar goals or working on goals and things that match you in some kind of way for the purpose of you all or us creating a pack, a group. You know, I think about as I'm listening to you, Ina, and as as we're um, sharing and you're talking about who you are and your influence, I keep thinking about, you know, the pack of of lions that's rolling together, you know, walking together, doing, Absolutely. you know, the same, you know, with, with, with some of the same goals in mind, which is to rock and roll, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And I like mean, you say, what, is, what you're seeking is seeking you. It's definitely yeah. the law of attraction. When you're passionate about something, Either it people and things will line up. Absolutely, and things have definitely lined up. You know, I am grateful. You know, even just when I think about how we came um, to be and just um, the connection that you know we were able to make with you through our mutual um, business partner, which is Lynn. You know, from by the block. I can't leave yeah. that out because it's her platform that we both are a part of. And I want you to tell me a little bit about um, your relationship with By the Block and how that has helped you to get to where you are right now 
um, you know, with Roots and the Vine? Well, yeah, I was definitely, um, they definitely helped me um, raise the the uh, money that I needed to, the, we raised a little more than $35,000, um, uh, and I, I reached 100% of my goal. It took a little while, took a little bit more than I, I think about six months, but we definitely um, met, our, met our goal, and it was able for me to um, uh, help square away um, uh, site control on our third, which will be our third location. We will have three locations um, this year. Um, uh, we're working on a, uh, a one in Morgan Park we're, that's under renovation. One we're doing with Trinity Church um, with the Monty Village and another location in Inglewood. So it, it definitely got me a lot of exposure. Um, I met a lot of I, I met a lot of people. Uh, connected with a lot of people. Uh, I've gotten invitations to put, um, you know, just being on their platform helped me um, uh, connect with people all, as far as London, England. People want a Roots and Vines in London, England. Uh, all over the country, I have more than 200 um, uh, franchise requests, you know, that uh, we'll, we'll be rolling out as soon as possible. Um, definitely it was a great um uh, experience. It was truly a great experience. I'm grateful for Lynn and, and by the block. It was. It is. It, I, and even though a lot of people were telling me to go on to to do it on WeFunder and all of these other different um, programs, and I, I probably would have been able to make my money faster. But I really wanted to turn the you know turn the the, the the um you know to give somebody who I feel is a, a company who I feel has a great opportunity to help leverage and is within the community and know about the community and intimate with the community the chance to uh, help roots and vine you know be where we want it to be so that we can you know one hand wash the other both hands wash the face and we can all grow together and see you know where where these things can go. Um, so by the block, you know, they they did a great thing for me, and I want to grow and show people that they can do a great thing for them too. You know, you say um, what you're sharing with the audience is so important because it's about building relationships. It's not always just about what you can get out of the deal, but when you meet right. people who you know are great and who are doing great things for the community, the partnership is a lot more than just what can I put in my pocketbook? How can right. I add value? And how fast you can go, you know. Absolutely. And I agree with you 10,000%. You know, that is one of our reasons for also working with By the Block because they're doing some phenomenal things. And I know that they, that type of effect that they're having and the type of effect that they are going to have, you know, with future generations – See, because it starts right now. It starts with us. That's why that lion pack <laughs> keeps coming to my mind because even as I think about the hand that rocks the cradle, rocks and rules the world, entrepreneurial and business conference, and all the women that's going to be on the platform, when I think about that, I get so excited for the future generation because it's not just about more gold investors. Surely 
myself and Aja, you know, we could have decided that we were the ones that were going to be featured, you know. But we knew that our future right now, you know, other young ladies, other young men who are entrepreneurs who may not even know if this is what they want to do, but they may have an idea, who are, who are not quite sure as to the direction that they want to go in. We knew that they needed to hear from people just like Ina Jones. We knew that they needed to hear from people like Lynn of By the Block, and I'm happy to announce that Lynn, of course, she was one of the first people that we asked to become a part of this um, conference because of some of the great work that she's doing. She's such an awesome uh, woman, a beautiful heart, soul, and she has so much to offer, like yourself and like all the other women that's going to be on that platform. And that's why it's important for us, you know, to not only share our stories, but also to be that example so that when Absolutely. our grandchildren look back, They'll be like, that was, that was grandma. My grandmother did that. And if you notice that one of um, the, the women, you know, that we definitely highlighted, you know, um, was our dear sister um, who rolling in the, the truck. I don't know if you recall the, um, you know, with the flyer in the background. You know, we got Madam C.J. Walker rolling. <laughs> and so it's the spirit of ancestors like Madam C.J. Walker and other women who have paved the way, whose energy that we are pulling from, who Absolutely. have done those things that you're doing, Ina, that have done those things that Aja's doing. And even when Aja got, you know, started, I knew she was going to get excited in, with this conversation with you because she is a farmer. She's an urban farmer. She has a farm um, in Gary where she believes in the power of bringing forth, you know, the best food from this great earth and from this great soil. She knows the plight, you know, of going to stores and them not having the finer foods that she desires. She's a very absolutely, and like it's you. our that's another mm-hmm. one of our goals. We are, are, are recognize that black farmers are so disenfranchised. You know, um, like, uh, and I put it on my Instagram, you know, a while back that people don't understand the the detriment that our food, our our food is becoming to be in the hands of other people who don't look like us and who don't have our well-being, our best well-being at heart. Because in Illinois alone, and this is according to the Chicago Tribune, there are 72,000 farmers in Illinois. In only the state of Illinois, only 59 of them are black. So wow. if that ratio, if that ratio does not disturb you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you eat real, you eat food every day, you have a problem. You have a problem. You know, if that if that does not bother you, so it is our goal to use black farmers, urban growers, and and co-ops to be our, for our, our supplier for our produce and a lot of our shelf-stable items, like, um, you know, the, the spaghetti sauces that we not sell in Ragu. 
But if a farmer of ours making spaghetti sauce, we're selling that. If the if 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 um they're making chow chow, we're selling that. If they're selling um you know tomato relish, we're selling that. If they're selling uh, honey and um, barbecue sauces and things, we're selling that to help them increase their economic threshold, be able to hold on to their land, you know, and all of those different things and be able to get purchase orders from them. And as we grow, they grow. And as we grow, they're able to buy more land, hold more land, and have it for longer generations, you know. So that's another part of um, Roots and, you know, a, a dedicated part of Roots and Vine. We really, really support Black farmers, co-ops, and urban growers, you know, with, the, with herbs and, you know, medicinal herbs and all of those different things that, that we need in our community, we're get, we want to get it from them. That is absolutely, absolutely awesome, Ina. I just want to, as we wrap up this conversation, because, see, this is the thing. Even though we're doing this podcast, we ain't trying to give away all the tea. Okay. <laughs> We want to say something juicy juice for August the 24th, okay? Yes. The hand that rocks the cradle rocks and rules the world. As excited as I am and as I can keep going for another hour and a half with you about all the fabulousness that you're doing, but um, we'll say that. We will reserve that for the ears of those beautiful people that will be coming to join us in this Power Pack and Powerhouse Conference. But with that being said, I just want to you know, um, briefly ask you, tell me a little bit more about your other company because you are still an entrepreneur and you do so many things and there would not be even enough time right now for us to go over everything that you do. But can you just tell us about your other company, your book in particular, um, and, you know, the other products that you sell? Yes, Everyday Butterfly Enterprises, and that we have a, a Everyday Butterfly Home Spa Collection, which is 100% organic and natural um, uh, ingredients, chemical-free and dye-free. And um, uh, we sell um, body butters, uh, African black soap, detox bath tea, uh, body mud, you know, facial mud. It's a hair um, conditioner and uh, you know, a lavender rose water. Uh, witch hazel, yanni steam herbs, um, uh, what we call our Max Five Body Oil. Right now, we have we're um, offering our products online at uh, EverydayButterflyHomeSpa.com, and we have a, a, a location at 7400 South um, Stony Island, right across the street from the NOI uh, Mosque, um, and uh, and you can get all of our products there. I definitely have my have my line. We have our body butters and everything are 100% shea butter, you know, um, with our max five oil in it, and it's really healing. It's herbal based, you know. It's not. It's lightly fragranced um, because we want to be a true wellness to the skin, you know, true wellness for the body. So we don't have a whole lot of we don't have a lot of fragrance in our heavy. Uh, laden um, fragrances and no dyes, no colors, none of that. It's just a real pure, um, uh, uh, you know, everything is natural. Everything was, again, just pure ingredients in our self-care products. Beautiful, and, Anna. And, then, and everything is to relax with a good book, which is my first book, which is Everyday Butterfly. That can be found online um, at uh, on Amazon as a download or on our website. Uh, and everything and we want to soon uh, add other authors to our offering 
um, except for just my book, where you know, which is a it's a novel. It's not it's uh, fiction, and it's just a, a good fun read. Wow, you know, <laughs> I know that's my favorite word on this episode. Wow, 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 absolutely amazing. You know, we thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and to join us on the More Gold Investors podcast, giving our listeners, you know, um, information that can help them to grow. And, you know, we, we just appreciate it. We love when we have people who we can interview and we can talk to and they share, you know, similar goals and um, have a similar mindset. And, and you know, I just, um, we're grateful. Um, definitely um, looking forward, you know, to you being on the stage um, on August the 24th, 2019 at the hand that rocks the cradle, rocks and rules the world. Thank you, everyone, for listening in our um, listening audience, and we look forward to hearing you don't, hearing um, or you hearing from us in the future. Please make sure that you share and like, and don't forget to get your tickets now. You can do so by either going to Eventbrite uh, and just typing in more gold investors or the hand that rocks the cradle, rocks and rules the world. You can also go and visit our website at www.moregoldinvestors.com. Peace and thank you kindly. Thank you so much, Ina. Have a great one, everybody. Thank you for listening to More Gold thank Investors you. Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Aja Yassir, your co-host of the More Gold Investors Podcast. I am driving right now because, you know, I'm a mompreneur, a wife, and all of that, so I just dropped my daughter off at summer camp, and I am on my way to the gym, but I wanted to hop on to just talk to you for a few minutes. You know that we are getting prepared for the Hand that Rocks the Cradle, Rocks and Rules the, Rules the World Conference in the Chicago area. It's going to be on August 24th. You need to hop on Eventbrite and get your tickets now because tickets are selling fast, and this is going to be a phenomenal event. Stock full, uh, I mean stock full, chock full of women in business and different industries that are dominated usually by men, but these women are dominating in their industry. So you want to hop on Eventbrite, look up more gold investors, and get your tickets right now. You know, I just wanted to hop on real quick and talk to you about books that you're reading or books that you're listening to because, again, we're always on the move. So you may not be sitting down and reading a book, but it would be great if you can pick up an audio book on Audible or another platform that you can listen to while you're on the road. It's interesting that I can get through a long book. Like, I'll pick up an audio book, well, I'll get an audio book that, that says it's 12 hours, and I'll literally go through that book in two days. That's how much I drive. And you're, if you're in real estate, you probably 
if you drive for dollars, you probably do the same thing. So I just wanted to hop on real quick and just talk about the books that I recommend because what you read, what you listen to, the environment that you're in, the people you surround yourself with, all of that goes into your success story. All of it goes into your success story. So it's very important that you do things that add on to the goals that you want to achieve. So number one, this is the book that I recommend all the time. So you've probably heard me say it before. If you've heard me on this podcast or if you've heard me on another podcast, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Now, that title might sound conniving and sneaky. Oh, you win friends and influence people because of the way that we think of leadership and because of the way that we think of sales and all of that. That may sound conniving and sneaky to some people, but it's not. It's an excellent book on learning how to communicate via listening because you know when you're in sales or when you're in any type of business, listening is your number one way of getting that sale done, listening to the needs of your buyer or your seller and trying to come to an agreement so that you can satisfy their needs as well as satisfy yours. So I highly recommend that book. The Art of War is another book that I highly recommend. There are a few different versions of The Art of War, and there's even an uh, Art of War for Business version. But I recommend the original Art of War book. There are so many life lessons in that book on sales, once again. You'll hear me talk about sales because I love the process of sales. Um, So there's so many clues in that book on how to get sales done, how to lead a team, what you can do for competition, because competition will arise. I know we live in an environment where nobody wants to talk about competitors. Everyone wants to play the get-along game like we're in kindergarten, but competition is real. Competition in business is real. So The Art of War is a great, great book that helps you to deal with that. And just life lessons, because it's not necessarily, unless you are reading The Art of War for business, it's not necessarily a business book, but there are so many life lessons in The Art of War. So I definitely, definitely recommend that. And the audio book, as well as the printed book, is not that long. So check out The Art of War. Another book, well, you know what, this author, you can pick up any book that he has done and you will be well fed, and that is Richard Branson or Sir Richard Branson. I love Sir Richard Branson's story because he has dealt with learning disability, but he has overcome so many different obstacles, business obstacles in his life, and he's a very, he's an open book. He'll tell you, you know, I failed in this business because failure is an aspect of business, 
and he'll tell you this is how I bounced back or this is how I walked away from that situation. So I definitely recommend Sir Richard Branson, any book that you can find by him. The last book I read by Sir Richard Branson was um, The Virgin Way. So I think, because I, I haven't read it in so long, I'm going to pick it up again because that's probably a book that I want to revisit. But in that book, he's talking about how he is a serial entrepreneur and all of the things that he has done, including his failures in building that virgin brand. So if you're in branding, which you're in, if you're in business, you're definitely in branding. You That is a book that you definitely want to read. Sir Richard, well, any, like I said, anything by Sir Richard Branson. Another book. Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. You might not like that title, <laughs> but that's by Denise Duffield. I put a survey on Facebook. I don't even know if the survey went through. I put a poll on Facebook, and I was asking about people's relationship with money. Specifically, I wanted to talk to women, but I made it open for um, single parents, period. You know, men single parents, female single parents. Uh, how does your, how has being a single parent changed your relationship with money, or has it altered your relationship with money at all? But the reason that I posted that is because I know I wanted to hop on and give the selection of books, but it's because I was thinking about Denise Duffield's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Excellent, excellent, excellent book about your mindset when it comes to money. Boy, 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 that is a heavy topic because money, the situation that you're in right now, the financial situation that you're in right now has a lot to do with your mental relationship with money and wealth and poverty and scarcity and all of that. So Get Rich Lucky Bitch is an excellent book. Another author that I really, really like, I'm going to make this short. You know, I read so many books, and I'm driving, so I'm starting to think about all of these books are starting to come to my head, and all of these authors are starting to come to my head. Dan Kennedy. Anything by Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is a beast. If you're in information marketing, you already know that. He is very... I don't know. He, he's just cut to the point, cut to the chase. This is what I do. This is what I did. And I'm not um, compromising. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm not compromising who I am. He is just, I don't know. I just love his book. And I love his philosophy on business. I love his philosophy on staying away from the Internet because it's a waste of time and all of these things that he Says. So I definitely recommend any books by Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy. Another book, Influence, Science and Practice. I don't know the full title, but the book is called Influence. You need to read Influence. It's kind of like how to win friends and influence people, but he goes a lot, lot deeper. If you're in sales, if you negotiate on a regular basis, if you're in business, you have to read Influence. It's a necessity 
A Necessity, another book. Oh, my goodness. How much do I read? Change Your Question, Change Your Life. I don't know the the title, I mean, the author of that either, but it's talking about the sales process and how you can um, start asking the right questions of your sellers or your buyers or whatever industry you're in because we have people who listen to the More Gold Investors podcast who are not in real estate but they're in business or they have an interest in business Definitely change your questions, change your life. It's going to really help you up-level your negotiation skills. You know, here's a book that I really enjoy, and it might be a little bit different from the other books that I've given you, and actually it is. I really hope that you can hear me clearly because I am driving. I'm on the expressway. Like I said, I'm on my way to the gym. But here's the book, Selling luxury. If you want to get into high-end property, Selling Luxury is the book to read or the book to listen to. And this book isn't necessarily about real estate, but it is about business, and it is going to give you some insight on how wealthy people think and how they frame their purchasing choices and how they frame their selling choices, you will learn a lot selling luxury. I listened to that book um, a while ago via audiobook. That's another book that I am going to um, revisit. Okay, I only have two more books because I'm already, I'm almost at the gym. The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Oh, my goodness. If you lead a team, please read The Five Dysfunctions of a Team because if you read this book, you'll learn how you can turn that around. If you lead a team, if you have employees, this is a book that should be um, necessary reading for everybody who leads a team or who has an interest in forming a team and being in business, period, and how to work with other people, and oh my goodness, just, (laughs) the book Five Dysfunctions of a Team is so deep that you can even look at it from a family perspective, what are the dysfunctions in your family, because family is business, and how can you correct those dysfunctions, or how can you work within the framework of those dysfunctions? Last book I'm going to give you right now, Scaling Up. One of the most difficult things to do in business, and this is why a lot of businesses close, not necessarily because they don't have the financial backing. It's not necessarily because they, I don't know, did something wrong in business. I don't even know where I was going with that. But scaling up is a very difficult process. How do you go from having a home-based business to a multimillion-dollar business or a multibillion-dollar business? How does that process even happen? And is that something you actually want to do? Because just because you're in business doesn't mean that you want to 
go beyond where you are right now. And that's perfectly okay because everybody has their own exit strategy or everybody has their own reasons for being in business. Scaling Up, excellent book to read. So I just wanted to hop on and give you some tips on books that you can be reading or listening to while you're out prospecting or while you're out out and about. You know, I even listen to these books because I homeschool, and I listen to these books in the car while I'm going to different activities. All And it actually is a part of homeschool because you're teaching your children. You know, I'm teaching my children entrepreneurship just by listening to the books and having them go around with me as I look at properties and all of that or as I conduct business. So, look, and there was Zig, Zig Ziglar, one of the greatest salespeople of all time, said it himself. You know, if you listen to a book, it's in the car. He called it Car University or something like that. You can learn the equivalent of a four-year college degree. I wanted to say, I want to say he said in two and a half years or so. And I think that is the truth because again, I can listen to a twelve-hour book in the car in a matter of two days. That's how much I drive, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous. So that's another point. But anyway. So go grab your tickets right now for the Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Rocks the Rule, the World Conference is in Austin, Illinois. It's going to be a phenomenal event, and the women on that stage are going to be going deep into, you know, some of the subjects that are covered in these books that I just listed. So that's definitely a conference that you want to be at. It is going to be probably life-changing. Not probably. It is going to be life changing. All right, I'm going to sign off. This is Ozzy Asia from More Gold Investors. Have an awesome rest of your day. Be prosperous and let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. Look, every day is another opportunity to get to that goal. Every day is another opportunity. So you got this. We got this. All right, let's get it.